0: Hey, uh, welcome to another episode of Clear and Oblivious, an NFL podcast. Uh, this is Monday morning. I stayed up last night to watch the, the Chiefs and Packers game, and you know what? We finally got a pretty decent uh, late game, you know, prime game, because they have been hot stank and come so far. Uh, tonight's game is the Jacksonville Jaguars and the the Cincinnati Bengals, sorry. And uh, that, that game, that would have been a good game with Burroughs, but I feel like the Jacksonville Jags might just kinda like slow kill them in a slow death. You know what I'm saying? But uh I won't be able to watch that one I'm afraid, tonight. Uh not that you give a flying fuck. But anyway, uh good week in the NFL. Uh, a lot of things happening. Speaking of like the late the late games, this Thursday night game has now shaped up to be one of the worst games of all time. With Bailey Zapp and the Patriots taking on Mitch Trubisky's. Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, you know, two Davids fighting each other. You know, there is no Goliath in this fucking battle. I'll get more to the NFL stuff uh, just after I get chatting about like the news headlines and all that type of shit uh, and things like that. Uh, I had a, quite a quite a dodgy week in terms of where I was, uh, and I love coming here and chatting to you guys when I have just been to Blackpool. Because it never fails me. Now, if you don't listen to this podcast enough and all this type of shit, every time I go to Blackpool, it's always like a, a, a bit of a miniature disaster, okay? Now, Blackpool is what happened if... Do you ever see Army of the Dead, is it? You know, when Las Vegas turns into like a, a dead ghost town. That's Blackpool, you know? There isn't really... there. It's it's nothing but gambling, and it's all casino games, but there is no actual casinos. You know, don't think you could go to Blackpool and be like, mm, "I'm looking for the win, hot, you know, the win fucking casino or the Excalibur, MGM Grand." No, no, they have got one place basically, and it's called Coral Island, and it's pirate themed. And you know, it's the only place in Blackpool. In fairness to Coral Island, in Blackpool, obviously it's it's quite a poor area. I think they got cheap cheap airplane flights basically became a thing in the, the late 90s early 2000s and just all of a sudden people are like i don't need to go to blackpool anymore it's cost me the same to get to fucking spain you know and uh there's no like reason to go through blackpool because it's a little bit out of the way so blackpool itself just fucking died it's like a little place stuck in time where it was once thriving there's nothing but there's like 500 hotels in the damn place but they're all like they're all, like, gone, and they haven't been touched since, like, the 80s, 90s. They don't have had, don't really have the money to bring it up. But like this, if I've listened to me chatting before, it's impossible to get, like, a three-star hotel, like, anything over a general normal three-star hotel. They're all two-star hotels. You're just gambling the whole fucking time. So, uh, it's quite it's quite wild. Uh, What basically happened was this time I landed in, and... uh, I love the the comedy station. It's a comedy club there. It's always so fucking fun. It's always full of degenerates, but in a really fun, good way. You know, proper up for it. Proper good people and things like that. And The locals are anyway. And uh, they also have Fleetwood. I've never been to Fleetwood, but I hear it's dreadful. Like everybody in Blackpool jokes about Fleetwood. So I was like, how fucking bad is Fleetwood? The last time me and Mark Nelson did a gig in Blackpool, his wife was Googling and found out that it was like the number one concentrated area of paedophiles. Uh, and Which makes it way worse because their place is called Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Uh, this time the weather was so bad. The one thing I do like going to Blackpool is I like going down to the very end of the pier and having a pint at the very end of the pier. That's actually quite cool. But uh, the weather was so fucking dreadful. It was like minus 10 the entire time. You know, you could see your breath all the way during the day and stuff like that, right? So I would checked into this hotel. Now, what I'm going to tell you is going to be like, oh, well, what did you expect? Was that pain that much? As I said, there's no way of getting a good place. You just have to gamble on the shite. The prices for two nights in Blackpool range in a hotel between like 40 quid and 70, pretty much across the board for two nights, you know. So it's like 30 quid a night or 20 quid or 40 quid a night. That's about the high, the higher echelons of things at a weekend. Uh, obviously, there's different situations. I'm pretty sure Christmas and when the illuminations are fully up, there's other weekends where it gets a little bit more expensive, right? And you wouldn't pay any more than that, because all the rooms are like fucking, they're prisons, basically. <clears throat> well, the fucking first place I landed in, I had played, I was like, oh, here we go, going to Blackpool, doing the gig. Just went on to booking.com, got the first place. It was like, where's the cheapest place? Because honestly, every time I have went, there was, there's no difference between playing 20 quid and 40. So I paid, I bought it two nights in a place called the Adena Hotel, and it was, <laughs> it was uh, 42 pounds for two nights, so 21 pounds a night. Well, fuck me. So I'm knocking on this door and then like this like, uh, like Ukrainian woman came down and let me in. She was just like, hold on, just stay there. We're not sure if the rooms are ready or all this. And I was like, no worries. So I stand standing at the bottom of the staircase and then this dude comes down, the Scottish dude, and he goes, I'd really now gone ahead. I just need to get you a towel. He never came back with a towel. So he opens up this door and drops me in, right? key barely works. I walk in and right in front of me is just a, a stool with a 32-inch TV on it, and in front of that, there's just like a thing with tea bags and things on it, right? But that's it. No no actual table, right? Beside that, there was just a a sink, you know, like a sink and cupboards, right? A small sink in the middle of the room, right? With a broken lampshade just sitting in the sink. Uh, and you turn then, just right beside that, there's a window. Now, the window, and I think this is a bare minimum you should expect from a hotel, is a window. The top of the window was broken, and you couldn't. Cl- There's no way of closing it. It's just wide open. The room was like literally minus ten degrees. There was no heating on in this place either. Like I checked, I was like, does this heat up even a thing, so I could even bear this place? The window was broken. I was like, it will be minus like fifteen in this room by midnight. And he's like, and 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 that when I chat the guys, I like, know ah, I can't fix that. I'm afraid. I'm like, oh, so you can't close the window in this hotel room that's already Baltic turn around the beds there's two beds two two single there's a double bed and a single bed just rammed in you could barely even get into either of them because there's just enough for like a, a legs width in between and there's no windows in those walls it's just gray walls four three gray walls surrounding them with not even a picture on them so it's like a prison uh opened up the bed and the bed was hairy there was literal hair on the <laughs> i had to get out it's the first time i've ever like i come on here and i love talking about how shite some of the travel is get you a little insight into the comedy and the and all that kind of carry on most of our actual hardship isn't the job itself people it's like it's a dream job the only hardship we do is that the, the hard yards you know you travel in seven hours that's when people go work at nine to five you only work 20 minutes a night and i go ah it's the rest of it's the the traveling you know, because uh, you're not traveling for pleasure either. There's quite a difference. You're like, oh, you go, you get to travel. Oh, um, like it's there's it's quite a different fucking scenario. Um, but anyway, we ended up getting like, uh, I had to had a walk out, but I couldn't find them to complain and just be like give me your money back. I'm not doing this. Obviously, this is a scam. Obviously, you just put me in a room and hoped the fuck that i just write it out Um i'm still trying to get the refund off them they have said they would accept it i was just like i couldn't even fucking find you to complain and leave uh so i went and got another place called the driftwood hotel uh, and it was much better because it was warm and i was like that's enough for me i'll do that i could sleep in the thing you know nothing nothing to write home about put it like that the driftwood uh very very funny there's I, what, usually when I tell you this, I go do the cinema. That's usually what I do in these towns. If I'm going to finger Nottingham, or Birmingham, or whatever, I would just go to the cinema during the day to waste some time. But uh, when I checked in, Cineworld, World, Blackpool, of course, it's permanently closed and no signs of coming back. If you wanted to eat in Blackpool, the only place you could get is McDonald's. I had to get two McDonald's and two McDonald's in a row because there was literally you couldn't like find a place. Everything else would just be a, another a really old dodgy bar that would also just serve burger and chips and I was like I don't trust this place I've been in the hotels I'll I'll trust McDonald's to give me quality meal that's that's how that's a grim thing is there the show was class though <clears throat> um I reckon it's one of those places do that'll get gentrified or something like a 10 years time I will come back and go god this place is great again you know because I do like the people and stuff there the show's always great that comedy club's absolutely excellent if you're ever in there in the area there's always loads of hecklers uh funny hecklers so i was get, i was doing well and someone went i was like okay guys i'll leave you on this and some woman just went thank fuck <laughs> and then the crowd and i was like what and then the crowd booed her because i was doing i was actually doing well so they they, they booed her for saying that and then i was like so what's your name and she goes nah just leave me alone I was like, I don't puss you out now, I can't do anything if you just don't talk to me again, like, we could have made this funny, she just went, "Fang fuck, chucked a grenade and closed the door and locked the key, that's what she fucking did, um, yeah, I got a train back eventually, got a good and bad, bad news, I've downloaded Retro Bowl, if you know you NFL people, there is an American football phone game, Retro Bowl, and it. It's fucking going to ruin my life again. I've, I've already started it. I've already looked at the thing going, maybe I do need more credits. Maybe I should buy 50 more coaching credits for f- three pounds. It's only three pounds. And I'm like, stop giving stop giving these fucking people money. Uh, but I'm back on the retro bull uh, buzz. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else is happening in the news. Shane McGann died. All the Irish treasures are gone. All my three favorite Irish singers are now dead. I mean, it was bad enough when when the Lord and Saviour took Dolores O'Riordan from us, you know, from the Cranberries, one of the best bands of all fucking time, took Dolores off us, Shane O'Connor, taken from us, and now Shane McGowan, less surprising probably than maybe Dolores, you know, Shane McGowan is now also dead from the Pogues. Uh, truly terrible, like, I mean, that that is free of the massive Irish, sing- like, we couldn't, just take Bono, we don't care about Bono. Now we're left with Bono and Conor McGregor. <laughs> We've been left with the fucking bastards. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So Shane McGowan, rest in peace. That was pretty. That was a pretty grim news to fucking have. Uh, like, uh, who's next? It's going to be Dustin the Turkey. You better fucking watch his... That sounds like I'm threatening him. You better watch your fucking back, Dustin the Turkey. Um, for all, I know there's a lot of Americans, Australians, and people not in Ireland that are like, Dustin the Turkey, what's that? And they go, don't ever laugh at Dustin the Turkey. He's a turkey. He does comedy things. He does kids shows. He, he represented us in the Eurovision when we really didn't want to win it. That's Dustin the fucking Turkey. Anyway, time to get into some NFL, and I will get into that by bringing up the clear and oblivious news headlines welcome to the clear and oblivious news headlines here are those news headlines Brock Purdy and the 49ers treated the Eagles like I treated Tina this week after a huge win in the NFC. The game was rather heated with many altercations and even some ejections. Most notably was Greenlaw from the 49ers and some dude from the Eagles called Big Dawn. The Steelers' triumphant and good feeling around the camp lasted all of one week with Kenny Pickett, Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, Elandon Robertson and Isaac Sillamualou all picking up injuries. Injuries, injuries. The, (laughs) I'm not taking this out. This is the news. The blue tent at Field is now packed with more men than um, I don't know your fucking mother. Houston Texans rookie big splash player Tankdale has broken his leg and likely ended the young receiver's season. Maybe lining up a 5'9", 12-stone receiver into a group of linebackers wasn't the best idea. The Tekken still rallied on to overcome that Jesus freak Russell Wilson who threw a last-minute interception. With all those injuries... This Thursday night game between the Steelers and Patriots will be led via Mitch Trubisky and Bailey Zappi. The NFL Network are planning on flexing some videos of tumbleweeds for four hours instead of this clearly incoming car crash that game will be. The Browns' number one defense have yet again conceded over 25 points for the eighth time this season in a 36-19 loss to the LA Rams. I for one would like to question what makes an overall one defense as defending doesn't seem to be the number one factor. That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious news. If you enjoy this podcast and want to get more involved, I have a Patreon account where you will get bonus short episodes during the week and access to our thriving Discord community who discuss the games live, play games like fantasy football, and even drop topic suggestions for the bonus episodes. Join the Clear and Oblivious team at patreon.com forward slash Clear and Oblivious. Well, 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 back again here with this week's interview. It's just me. And that's not not really an interview when you're chatting to yourself, is it? It's just a man slowly going mad in his little stew at the side of his house. (coughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. What a week in the NFL. I mean, I was just talking about the Chiefs uh, and the Packers there. Uh, The Chiefs, you know, before the fucking game, I just, I, I, I had in my head that the Packers were going to win it because I don't think the Chiefs are as good as they. That, that the record probably suggests. Uh, still an elite team because you're always going to be elite with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, the, like, you know, Travis Kelsey is obviously the best tight end in the game. Isaiah Pacheco is a really good, fun running back, hard hitting. Uh, their defense is actually much better this year, but also not... not not unbelievable, you know? Uh, and basically, I just thought that with Jordan Love, that he's thrown, what, about now, but 10, maybe 10 touchdowns in his last four games or something like that. They're at Lambeau Field. They're in form. I think the Chiefs are being, like, kind of, like, half grinding out things. I was like, God, I fancy the Packers tonight. But you know when you see, like, the, the fucking Sunday night game and they do all, like, the, the commentators are all chatting about who they're choosing. They were like, 79% of America choose the Chiefs. And then every single one of the commentators went, the Chiefs. And I was like... God, I'd love to be on that show, because I was like, I knew, I fucking knew it, I fucking knew it. I didn't bet on it, though. Uh, I've stopped betting due to the fact that I've lost 11 bets in a row on all of them by one thing, which is, I've put it in my Discord, and if you'd like to join the fucking Discord, do you can come in and laugh at how fucking ridiculous that is. Honestly, I think it's like a million and one chance to be that unlucky, but I've managed to fucking pull it off um but yeah yeah big game last night very good like the, the both of them have wrong, wrong receivers right but like the chiefs have rice and then a load of wide receiver frees like tony and mvs and fucking richie james i saw i think last night i'm pretty sure it was james it said james in the back so i presume that was richie james that used to play for the giants uh and and you know sky Moore, justin watson wide receiver three and fours and like rashid rice is probably a wide receiver too he looks good but not there yet. Um, whereas, I mean, like, I suppose uh, Christian Watson looks like he's, well, he's definitely, like, I can't tell if any of these Packers receivers are wide receiver ones in a t- traditional sense, but they do know how to find the, em- the end zone. Like, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson obviously does. That Jalen Reed looks like a good re pickup. He looks like he knows where an end zone is. He's good for the jet sweeps. He Jalen Reed, uh, uh, is it Jaden or Jalen? But anyway, Reed from the Packers. The thing about him is, he keeps, like, doing jet sweeps, any of those shite moves. You know, like, the ones I'm always, like, trying to kill Matt Canada for. You, Reed can do them well. <laughs> you know, he's like Debo Samuel in that way. He can do the jet sweeps and get some fucking actual yards rather than, you know, whatever fucking else. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Good win for the Packers last night. Uh, and I think that's more now of where the Chiefs kind of are, you know. They cannot sleep. We can't sleep. Uh, I noticed that the Taylor Swift buzz is dying down because she was there last night, and they only showed her once. They only showed her fucking once. The way it should be, if you tell me, Uh that's ridiculous. I was thinking about this lady. Is she the most famous person in the world now? If you already pick someone who is so famous, she, she, like, I'd like to know if anybody in the world is more famous than Taylor Swift. Because, like. You got to take into account i know some people are like well no maybe like there's some one or two other like fuck it, i don't know rihanna or something and i'm like taylor Swift's worldwide worldwide like every single country i'm trying to think is there anyone more famous than taylor swift because i reckon more people know who taylor swift is than the pope all right she's my pope <laughs> uh yeah yeah so that's a good one but anyway the Chiefs uh, lost that one. Uh, God, the injuries were bad this week. Every time there was like that, uh, there was a couple of leg breaks. Like Tank Dale, yeah, jumped into that pile, uh, you know, which was always going to be a disaster. It was just a midget in a sumo wrestling match. Uh broke his leg, uh, which is a big loss to the fucking Houston Texans in that explosive offense. I reckon though, anyone I have, I had Tank Dale smashing it in two fantasy leagues, and I was like, great. And I know that the two people I'm playing against next have Nico Collins, who's the older Texans. I reckon Nico Collins is going to get like like, 12 targets and fucking 100 yards every single game from now to the end of the season with maybe Noah Brown and Dalton Schultz picking up some more. But Nico Collins is going to be some fucking player to have in fantasy with that offense. And consider how much CJ Stroud refuses not to just play normally and just go off like an absolute freak. Uh, what a fucking, what a draft that was. Uh so that's amazing for the Houston Texans. They're looking real good. They've even they've even the Texans have been so good in offense. They've made Devin Singletary good. You know? Like Singletary's putting in a shift. You know, the man that could never reach the blue line. Uh but yeah, noticeable notable injuries was that Texans fucking punter that got absolutely oh absolutely pretzelled. pacheco nearly got injured last night uh brought me onto the fucking goddamn Steelers. uh minka broke his hand it looked like tj's a high ankle sprain kenny pickett's out for a few weeks we were broken or, or a sore i don't know what the fuck's wrong with his ankle A landon roberts you know tore his groin muscle or some shit and i don't even know what happened one of our our linemen which is uh it's a real shame just because we we got a little bit of respite we got rid of canada we we're all in a good mood we through for four hundred yards, and then within one week, we're back to Trubisky. Uh, yeah, so that that went that derail mid game thing. But I don't have too much anger about losing to the Cardinals as many do. I just think that that's just an in game issue. As soon as that happened, I was like, "Fucking great," and then delaying Wilders and stuff like that, and bringing Trubisky, and I was like, "This is going to be a fucking disaster." Um, but also, uh, it just sets it up for less. It was more like, oh, great, that just gives us less leeway. We have to beat the Patriots now. Uh, and uh, honestly, they're so, uh, of all teams to play right now, I'm glad we're playing the fucking Patriots. They lost 6-0. Like they were fucking, like this is the Premiership. And it was fucking City versus Burnley. Who loses 6-0 in the NFL? Oh, geez. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, so hopefully we still beat them, even with all of those players out. Uh, we have the Colts after that, who I believe... will be too strong for us on offense to keep up with. But who knows? You never fucking know with the Steelers. Defense could get healthy again quicker than we expect. I reckon Minka will play on with one hand. He played on all of the second half with a snapped hand. I was like, you might need that, man. If you want to intercept or something, you know. You do have to tackle people with your hands, Minka. Um, But yeah, the, the linebacker situation especially is rough considering we finally got it together after two years. With Quan Alexander, fucking Cole Holcomb, and Landon Roberts. I was like, great. There's a, now there's a little bit of... And all three of them are now injured. Like two of them for the season. I'm just like, fucking kill me, man. Uh, Leonard Floyd is still a free agent. That would actually be a pickup now that I would love to do. I don't know how much he'd cost anything, but that just seems like a, a no-brainer if he's out for three weeks. Just do it. I mean, like even if he ends up class, you've got a, another star running like linebacker for next season. He's going to come in handy. Uh, so, hopefully, that kind of happens or, and all of that type of stuff. Uh, and there were some other games in the fucking NFL this week uh, that were actually quite good. The San Francisco 49ers and the Eagles was good fun. That was a tasty little fucking game. I love it when every time something happened, a lot of them tried to kick the fuck out of each other. You know, we love that. Some That guy got sent off. Uh, ejected from the sideline for the Eagles. He shouldn't have been, but his name was Big Don. And they didn't really tell anybody what he was. They just said, oh, he provides security on the sideline. And I was like, what? You don't have a bouncer? You have a bouncer for your fucking team. Do they all have bouncers? Big Don... Sounds like a fucking Sopranos character. Big Don on the sidelines uh, got into it with, uh, with an NFL player wearing a helmet. But uh, yeah, Greenlaw then Greenlaw fucking suplexed the dude and then went and hit this guy called Big Don. And then when they were like, yeah, you're rejected. He was just like, what? Me? For what? And I go, well, you know, it's funny you would say that there, Greenlaw, because we have like nothing but cameras. You know, this is all filmed. Do you think the NFL isn't filmed? We We can all see this. <laughs> uh, and got booted, but every time somebody went down at all, anytime a run went into the middle, it took about five minutes. You know what I mean? None of the refs had none of the refs had hats by the end of it. They were all flicking them all over the fucking place. Uh, but what a good game that was. Big fun, two good teams. Uh fought the Eagles would be too strong for them, but it was the opposite way around. And Brock Purdy absolutely destroyed him. Brock Purdy though has got that San Francisco thing where <clears throat> And I haven't been fantasy, so long, long may it continue. But that man, I reckon that guy's air yards is six. And then the yards after carry from Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey and everything is just an extra 40 onto it. I mean, like, I reckon he only froze it <laughs> mid He does have a caught an odd deep shot to Brandon Ayuk and stuff like that. Uh, or, you know, Joanne Jennings, but Jesus Christ. Very, very 49ers, you know. Very, very 49ers. Uh, but what a good game. Yeah. Um, the Rams blew out the Cleveland Browns in another one of those... Uh, you know, when people keep telling me that the Browns' number one overall defense, I've been going on about this thing. I am biased. I'm a Steelers fan. But every time I'm going like, well, they've just given up another 40 points. Uh, that's another 30 points. I've counted it out. They've conceded over 26 points out of the eight games. You know, And then a lot of those were well into the 30s. Like last night was the Rams' 36. And they must be going like... PFF and thing like, they're the number one total yards uh, defense. I'm like, they've only given up 400 yards this whole season. I'm like, yeah, but they've also given up 400 points. So what's the fucking, what's the deal here? You know, it's just, uh, I don't know what the metric is. I feel like it has to be somewhere in between here. I just don't think that you could be kind of the number one defense if teams can constantly put up 40, especially a fucking dead Matthew Stafford with Cooper Cup running around with fucking the Zimmer frame on. Even when went out half the game last night injured, you know, and um, so yeah, that's that. That's a, a very obscure uh type of thing uh obscure <laughs> but anyway 49ers then blew out the eagles 42 19 bit of a surprise the buccaneers were leaving it like the panthers got into the second half with old bryce e. young uh but they have also kind of fucked it up uh, and it was 21 18 i still don't know what bryce young's actually like i keep watching i'm gonna go right i get it he seems to be quite good uh, but also not really showing anything. And I can't tell, is that just a Panthers thing? I can't tell if you just landed Bryce Young into the fucking 49ers, would he just look like an MVP? It's hard to tell with the young quarterbacks. I always feel quite sorry for them. Uh, CJ Stroud's obviously hit the ground running and has got like a team that seems to be well up for backing him up. And even on the defensive side, that Will Anderson absolutely flew yesterday. That that he looked like an absolute wrecking ball. And if he can keep that up, you've, there's another NFL star. Uh... Dolphins beat the Commanders 45-15. Commanders ah, Commanders just show how brilliant they are one week and then just go to the absolute fuck, you know. I understand that Sam Howell is running for his life. Uh you know, like last night they Terry McLaurin didn't get a single catch against the Dolphins. It's not a good. It's not a brilliant defense. I understand that Jalen Ramsey would be on Terry McLaurin and stuff, uh, but you know they haven't been that good. Uh, Sam Howell even when he got into the end zone just ran himself in for two touchdowns rather than he was just like I can't. I don't. I trust nobody here, you know. But that 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 Washington Commanders team they got rid of two defensive players. They've kind of struggled on the pass rush even though they still have good pass rushers, uh, and then. I mean, they need to beef up that offensive line. They have fucking good players around the place, but I can't see them having a winning season for a while, you know? And I'm not sure if you continue on having your quarterback like that. I can't see Sam Howell being in the NFL too long. But I do think Sam Howell's great. I will I will say that. Cardinals, Steelers, we went through that. Good one for the Cardinals. Chargers beat the Patriots 6-0. Uh, I feel like that, that's, that should be both teams have to go home. Uh, everybody should be refunded in that stadium. If you have to watch them go 6-0... You know, there was people being probably refunded in the Steelers game because it was delayed to the weather. You know, um, they just. <laughs> I, when I saw the weather delays to the Steelers game, I was like, what the fuck? Because I don't know. They they play through everything in the NFL. It's like, oh, there's a fucking blizzard. Here's a uh, hurricane Jimmy Stew. And then next thing they're just like, oh, no, we can't play now. There's lightning. And I'm going, OK, I get it. Lightning. You don't want someone hit by lightning, but also. Playing through a hurricane or a snow blizzard tends to also kill people. So I don't really know what you're what what you consider dangerous or not. <laughs> uh, Texans beat out the Broncos. The Broncos are looking; they're not looking decent, but uh, it was a good big big win for the Texans. Uh, Russell Wilson threw that last interception, but he's been quietly going about his business. Now, if you look at Russell Wilson's stats, he's easily in the top ten this year. You know, considering how shitty was last year, but he's he's got the yards, he's got the touchdowns, his interceptions are way down. Uh, so the Broncos, you know, just, Broncos are just, Broncos are just the fucking Broncos. Real mid-table shit. Uh, Saints and Lions went way closer than I thought. The Lions again won uh, and improving. A lot of people are like, these guys are absolute fakers up here. But they're, you know what, they're fucking so fun to watch, you know, uh, which is good fun. So, so, so fun to watch. And Sam Laporte is a fucking baller. Falcons and Jets another absolute stinker thirteen eight the Falcons beat the Jets, uh, both teams again should be refunding their fans. Colts beat the Titans in overtime. That was a that was a good fun game. Gardner Minshew, but a Minshew mania. And the whole thing, Derrick Henry went out hurt. I don't think he might be too bad, but, you know, he was having a pretty fucking game. Uh, and then, obviously, the Thursday night game was a brilliant one between the Cowboys and Seahawks. So, overall, it's been actually a good week in the NFL. Uh, as I said, this tonight, uh, when this comes out, Jaguars-Bengals. I reckon the Jags should do them there. Uh, then the Thursday night game is a fucking dreadful Steelers-Patriots game. I mean, like, if you could, it's, if it's not too late, flex it out. I mean, it's good for me. I get to watch the Steelers and my least favorite team, probably Bar the Browns. So, you know, I get to play the Steelers Patriots. And we even with a terrible team, it'd be kind of fun if we beat them with absolutely fucking nobody to show how bad they are. But, uh, yeah, that's Thursday night. Uh, Jets versus Texans. Good luck. Congratulations to the Houston Texans on their fucking win. Uh, Ravens beat the are going to play the Rams. Ravens are probably best. Yeah, they are the best team in our division, so they'll win that one. And they should beat the Rams. Saints Panthers always to kind of be, is always kind of fun in my head. I don't even know why. So that's a good matchup. Colts Bengals could be fun. I reckon Colts probably do them though. Falcons Buccaneers meh. Browns Jaguars uh, uh yeah Browns Jaguars might be fun. It's okay. Bears-Lions. Lions Lions probably do that. 49ers-Seahawks. 49ers should beat the Seahawks. Raiders-Vikings kind of might be a good watch. Chargers-Broncos might be a good watch. Chiefs-Bills. Very good watch. Cowboys-Eagles. Very good watch. Uh, Giants-Packers might have a, a bit of a a Monday night game. Oh, there's two Monday night games. There's the Giants-Packers and the Dolphins versus the Titans. Good. There's two Monday night games because I don't think I'd be watching the Giants-Packers. and Packers. It was a good game last night. Make no mistake about it. But Gi- Packers-Giants isn't really a, 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 a lip licker for the old fans. And then the Dolphins-Titans. So there's plenty of shit to go for. Uh, I'll just do a quick little advert break here and then chat to you for another 10 minutes or so. Hi. Hi. Tom Brady here, with a Donegal accent. I've made a huge error in buying a small stake in Birmingham City Football Club. Clinton Folk, and Dempsey told me it's a big team in a massive city. He didn't tell me the team was ass and not even in the premiership, and the city is grayer than Thatcher's bones right now. I recently visited Birmingham and I was disgusted with the place. It's clearly none of their parents kissed those children. Please, please, if anyone's interested, I thought I'd be the new fucking Ryan Reynolds, but here I am, in Nando's, in Birmingham, with nobody interested, and in taking this fucking shit off me. So please, buy my fucking stick in this shithole. Well, I didn't even know, Like, I just took that one take there, I didn't really know, if I didn't actually have an advert prepared, you know, sometimes I try and write a, a somewhat funny advert to stick in the middle here, it's something to throw you off, but I just went Tom Brady in Birmingham City, uh, because I noticed that he was at the he was at the Man City Tottenham game, you know, and I saw it, and I was like, I forgot about that. You know, like NFL players, like, is it J.J. Watt owns a stake in Burnley? Uh, things like that. And Magic Johnson. Who does Magic Johnson open, own? Is it? I can't remember what basketball team is Magic Johnson's now involved with. You know, I hope we're going to get some more fun ones. You know, if uh, like if Gardner Minshew ends up owning, you know, Solid Motors, that's what I want to see. I'll back that shit. I've actually never watched any of the Some stuff because, to be honest, to me. And this is probably not an important, a fun figure. Now I love Ry- I love R- Rob McElhaney. Ryan Reynolds. I can take him or leave him. He can be a bit annoying in some films and overdo it, but he is a funny guy. Like yeah, uh, so I kind of like both of them. But and just the state of football is so fucking grim now. I I just refuse to. I refuse, even though it's a good thing, and they're putting the money in it and they're putting Rex on. I just refuse to like think that a Hollywood actor's buying a club at a sport they don't know is anything more than a vanity project for them i i honestly think that if if rexham didn't go for it you know like their fans really took them in and that was great and that's fine so it's worked but if their their fans didn't they would be they would have no interest in football they would be out within seconds do you know what i mean they just wanted a full feel good thing they watched a fucking episode of ted last one thought this will be fucking fun you know so um yeah, I mean, uh, that's a very grim way of looking at the whole uh, Wrexham thing because I know they're all absolutely fucking delighted with them. <laughs> but uh, I ain't, so you can all fuck off. Um, yeah, I don't know what else here there is to fucking talk about. There's, like, the MVP race, right, in the NFL has been bad this year because, like, Jalen Hurts was... Uh, right, so let me see who's the MVP. Right, so Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts remains the MVP... MVP MVP favorite. I keep saying this because I have Marvis or Marquez Valdez Scantling in my head after his fucking uh, clear pl- like PI on him there last night, which I actually probably would have meant the Chiefs beat the the Packers if the refs were doing their job. But anyway, that's neither hither nor thither. Uh, Jalen Hurts remains the MVP favorite, and his like his stats are absolutely gash compared to <laughs> the other MVPs. I just don't think any quarterbacks the MVP right now. CJ Stroud is the MVP if you're taking a quarterback. No harm, but he's the guy absolutely fucking pinging it everywhere. Uh, I don't, and in a team that shouldn't be pinging it everywhere, that's the fucking MVP, not Jalen Hurts with Devontae Smith and DoAndre Swift and fucking Dallas Goddard and uh, all of you know AJ fucking Brown. You know they're it, it just. Fucking Kelsey and stuff. It's an, it's an elite offense and he's doing absolutely fine in it. Uh, the team is winning the games, but that's a whole team thing. It's not just me sitting there going, wow, Jalen Hurts is really fucking smashing it here. Half of his fucking touchdowns are from that tush push shit. Uh, so I think it's a I think it's a load of crap, to be honest. But anyway. Uh, the favourite so far now for the MVP currently is Jalen Hurts. Second on the list is Dak Prescott. It's like already, it's all I mean, I'd like to say it might be, it shouldn't be a, a quarterback, but then again, I also don't know anyone that does stand out necessarily, so they probably are going to choose it. Second on the list at the moment is Dak Prescott. I mean, he's as good as Jalen Hurts at the moment. Uh, third is Mahomes. No, just stop giving things to Mahomes for no reason. Jesus Christ, he's becoming like the Aaron Donald of fucking, okay, he still has to do it um lamar jackson uh, yeah it's been pretty decent this year Tua a tug of i think he took it Tua is probably better than most of them in terms of he's got an elite offense too and then brock purdy probably not but uh yeah prescott moved ahead of Mahomes uh, last night after uh thrown for three touchdowns and 300 yards 29 for 41 passing against the seattle seahawks um if I had to do MVP, I reckon they're going to give it to Jalen Hurts. Right, that's what I do think they're going to go for. And I'm going to be like, ugh, you know, offensive, like offensive rookie of the year will be CJ Stroud. I think defensive rookie. If I had to choose uh defensive, no, let me see. He's not. A, is he a fucking rookie? Actually, I just realized. Uh, my, I think. My, I have a choice here. But I'm just wondering: is it his second, not is his first season? My pick for defensive rookie of the year. Now, if well, Anderson started picking the steam up a little bit there, and there's been a couple of guys, you know, with pick sixes and the likes. But I actually think the best defensive player has been Jalen Carter. That's who I would choose as my defensive rookie of the year. Uh, defensive player of the year, uh, I reckon. I reckon Miles Garrett might get it because uh they're already hyping him up even though his stats are still worse than TJ, but TJ's just got that high ankle sprain. I remember what it was like two years ago he went off the he went off the boil a bit. Uh I mean Garrett did literally nothing last night. He literally did fuck all last night, but you won't hear that. They'll you know, half the time they'll be chatting, like, there you go, TJ only shows up and you're just like Garrett did nothing last night. I don't did he get many fucking pressures, he didn't get any sacks, he didn't get shit, is what I'm saying. Uh but I actually think that Garrett is in terms of all those years where they keep fucking mouthing. Him, I think this year's definitely his, the closest he's going to be to possibly winning uh, the overall Defensive Player of the Year. Um, Micah Parsons kind of quieting down. Like he's still around, obviously. You know Nick Bosa. I think he kind of quiet around. Like who's who's leading? Say I know there's more to this than just sacks, right? But who's the total sack leader? Is Khalil Mack maybe total sacks? Uh, not not by team. I don't want your by team. Total sacks by team is the Baltimore Ravens. Would you look at that? So total sacks by, total sacks 2023. I want to see who's the sack leader at the moment. I do not want, do you know number one is Baltimore Ravens, 47. It's Colts with 42. Amazing. Um, Right. Defense, sacks. Okay, sacks. Let me see now. Sorry, I had to stop there. I'm pretty sure it's Khalil Mack. Right, so player sacks. Right, number one uh, in the list is Khalil Mack. Look at that. I know some fucking shit, don't I? Uh you all thought I was fucking stupid, didn't you? Um it's Mack has fifteen sacks on the season. That's great numbers. Second place one behind is TJ Watt. Third behind that is uh Hunter from the Minnesota Vikings. That's red, right, he's absolutely flying. Miles Garrett is behind that in fourth place, and Josh Allen in fifth place. Interceptions, uh, Bland has got eight, including fucking, what, six pick sixes or something insane. Uh, Stone from Baltimore, I didn't know he had six, that's pretty good. Uh, Whitehead, I do know. Jesse Bates, it tends to be Right up there anyway, and uh Adibo from the New Orleans Saints has four, so that's the top five there. I'm going to look at some of these complete leaders here while I'm at this defensive leaders with the most tackles. We well, have Zaire Franklin from the Colts, good player. Bobby Wagner who back up there in number two, back in his hometown Seattle, straight back in there at the second place. T.J. Edwards from the Bears, Roquan Smith from Baltimore Ravens, and Alex Singleton. Some of the some of the kind of names you expect. Uh, to be in those defensive leaders number one uh, receiving yards Tyreek Hill is 300 yards receiving more than the next person so he is going to absolutely he's record setting uh, pace anyway so Tyreek Hill is going to go and Tyreek Hill fucking things he's got 1481 yards second place with only 1180 yards is C D Lamb uh, along with Keenan Allen then AJ Brown and Amran Rasen Brown uh, coming up the top 5 there I didn't know AJ Brown would have been that high but there you go uh, Russian leaders, this is going to be interesting, uh, Christian McCaffrey with 1,000 yards, he's reached it already, second, Derrick Henry, you see, I always think that Derrick Henry's not even having like uh, an unbelievable season, I, mean, I just have it in my head that he's going, oh, he's just going about his business and everything like that, but yep, he's second, Raheem Mostert, great to be third place considering how much the run game is, like. they've already got A-chain and stuff in there, taking some, DeAndre Swift in fourth place, and Isaiah Pacheco in fifth. I want to see where these Steelers boys are because they, they both have just kicked off recently. It must be in the mid-tables. Najee Harris 15th. And Jalen Warren uh, 20th. Okay, 24th. But uh we're really picking up that. I'm very really happy. Now look, listen to this. This is great fun. Now obviously this is more to this. Offensive leaders for passing yards. So this is the highest. The quarterbacks with the highest passing yards. 3,540 yards. Number one, C.J. Stroud. Second, 3,466, Sam Howell. Just behind him by a couple of yards is Tagaviola Two uh, is in third place. Fourth, Jared Goff. And in fifth, can you imagine if you told me that three of the top five passing yards people this year would be C.J. Stroud, Sam Howell, and Jared Goff? You know, you'd be like, fucking kill me. And wake me up and um, i'll have a patreon episode out later in this week so please tune in for that uh that'll be out on wednesday i'll keep you updated on how the fantasy football is we're getting into crunch time in those leagues so i'll ask you guys to send me in how everyone is doing i have to get fucking start and some presents for that type of shit but uh yeah uh, thank you all very much for listening and i'll see you all very soon bye That's all for this week's Clear and Oblivious. Make sure you join us for next week's episode. Join the Patreon and leave us five stars if you've enjoyed. See you soon.